I'm curious, do you have a really great BS detector? You're, maybe you're often skeptical of others. Are you really street smart? Would you say you're pretty self-assured? You often find yourself being the leader in the group. Maybe you even struggle to ask for help. Do you love a good challenge? Do you fight really hard for the causes you believe in? Do you have a great sense of humor? I bet you're a blast. You might have thought that these were all parts of your personality, but they might actually be coping mechanisms you've picked up over the course of your life, and they're having a huge impact on how you show up, especially on this motherhood journey. Are you curious to know more? You got to take my personality patterns quiz. Here's what's going on. When you were a child, whenever an experience overwhelmed your nervous system, you subconsciously built a defense against that overwhelm. Over time, those defenses became a habit and then they became a pattern. And now as an adult, what we think of as our personality is often this defense pattern running the show. It's so interesting, right? There are five different personality patterns and they're not personality types like the Enneagram or the Myers-Briggs but rather they describe the safety strategies that we immediately go to when we start to feel overwhelmed. They don't describe who we are so much as what's blocking who we are. The good news is that once you take my quiz and learn about your pattern, you can learn skills to break out of that pattern, and then you can live and parent your kids as your true and authentic self. Click on the quiz link in the show notes or go to michellegrosser.com forward slash quiz Now to take my two-minute personality pattern quiz. Kids are messy and they're noisy, but guess what? So is a lot of creativity and imagination. So summer's the time to embrace it. Maybe it's time to take out that glitter you've been hiding on a high shelf away from the kids, or maybe it's time to take out the Play-Doh and let them mix all the colors together or let them experiment in the kitchen. Welcome back to the Motherhood Podcast, a live workshop-style podcast that is helping thousands of moms redefine their motherhood journey. There was a point in my life when I was trying to do all the things, parent my kids, pour into my marriage, run a busy law practice, keep up my home, and what I found was that I was on the fast track to burnout until I discovered a better way. Now I help women just like you to close the gap between their vision of motherhood and what they're actually experiencing in their day-to-day lives. Together, we'll explore when and where to simplify, systemize, and surrender. I promise you, you're already doing so much better than you think. I'm your coach, Michelle Grosser, and this is Motherhood. Welcome to Motherhood Monday, friends. This week, my kids had their final week of school. So now we are officially on summer break, and I don't know about you guys, but for us, the end of the school year was so busy, so much going on, right? It was like spring concerts and end of the year picnics and dance recitals and award ceremonies and all these great things, but it felt like my work was also really busy, Um, and then this nasty flu was going through our home. I've still got a little bit of it. Now, Jeff has completely lost his voice, and both girls are still stuck with this nasty cough. So uh, send your prayers our way. I'd appreciate it because your girl is tired. 
Um, so we are definitely looking forward to a slower pace in the next couple of months uh, as summer approaches, believing it's a time we'll be able to ease into it and just enjoy each other a little bit um, and make the time to just slow down, right? So as we head into the throes of summer, I thought we could pick up just a fun topic for today's Motherhood Monday and talk about some of the ways that we can encourage our kids' imaginations this summer. Imagination, it's just, it's so important, right, to a child's development and it expands their knowledge and understanding of their life experiences. I mean, how often have you walked into your kids playing and you just hear them creating and recreating all the things that they've done recently? You know, they play pretend school or they pretend they're firefighters uh, or whatever it is. And I know at least for us, like when they're home, my kids are in weird costumes probably 90% of the day uh, and night. And and when these when our kids, when they use their imagination and pretend play, when they're like role playing as characters and practicing what it's like to be someone else, it's helping them develop empathy and understanding for others. And then they can also use their imaginations, we all do, to explore new ideas. And their imaginations are the precursors to creativity. And it's through creativity that they'll navigate life and their contributions to the world. Like this world only gets better if our kids are able to imagine it as a better place. And then put that imagination and creativity into action and make it a better place, right? It's so powerful when you think about it that way. It's that ability, really a lifelong skill to bring together what we know and are experiencing and kind of merge that with creating new ideas and dreaming of new possibilities. And when they're using their imaginations, they're really learning skills they're going to need as adults for creative problem solving and discovering and inventing new things, not to mention being able to contribute to this world creatively and, and artistically. Imagination, it, it fosters their, their brain, their cognitive and their social development. We all want to raise kids with high IQs, but we also want to raise kids with high EQs, right? Like imagining and experimenting and problem solving. It's so important. And on that EQ side, on the social side, like our kids can experiment with different ways of doing things and finding resolutions to their own problems. And it can really raise their level of self-confidence. So imagination is critical if we want to raise world changers. As I was putting together the outline for today's episode, I found this Albert Einstein quote, and it said that imagination is more important than knowledge, right? It's the door to possibility. And I love that his basis for this quote, for saying this, was that knowledge is limited to what we know. It's limited to what we understand in the moment, but imagination, imagination on the other hand, allows us to explore and create new knowledge and new understanding. And I just think that summer is the perfect time for us to really encourage that imagination. So with all of summer ahead of us, let's talk three easy ways I think we can lead our kids to exploring their imaginations this summer. So number one, the first thing I think we can do this summer is spend more time outside. Right, we can encourage imagination this summer by spending more time outdoors. 
For us, we live in Miami, so summer is the rainy season, but the mornings are beautiful. And we've made a commitment to try to get outside early in the day before those afternoon rains set in. And as a mom, I just love this one, sending my kids outside because when they're outside, they usually don't really need a lot from me, right? I just let them loose. The other day, we found a snail. My kids spent, I don't know, over an hour just watching it move. And then they went around the yard and they found leaves and twigs and all this stuff to lay near it, to feed it. And that's just the thing about nature and just the thing about being outdoors. It's it's never the same. And there are so many opportunities for our kids to discover and imagine and create. They're just always finding new things and there's, you know, an endless number of questions they can ask. Lately, another thing my kids have really loved doing outside is that they've been big into scavenger hunts. Um, so sometimes I'll make my own list for them or I'll just Google, Google image like a scavenger hunt list. And I print it out for them and send them out with a bag. Uh, and they go into the backyard and they have so much fun exploring and trying to find everything on the list. And, you know, my kids are still really little. They're only three, almost four, I guess, and five. But I remember back when I was a kid building summer forts and making up games and playing pretend outside. Like that was what we did all summer. You know, just something as simple as laying on the grass and looking up at the sky that can inspire imaginations. You don't have to overcomplicate this. It's, it's the value of that unstructured time, right? That unstructured play kind of reminds me my three-year-old, especially is going through a little phase or has been going through a little phase of telling us I'm bored, right? I'm bored. I'm bored. And Jeff and I just respond to her and we're like, okay. That's fine. Rather than like rushing to entertain her or find her something to do, um, we're like, all right, you're bored. Like you'll figure it out and let her figure it out because it's oftentimes in that boredom that it can really push our kids to use their imaginations to entertain themselves. So especially outside, like I'm bored out here. There's nothing to do. Let them be. Let them explore. Let them use their imaginations to fill up that time. And then number two on my list, things we can do to encourage their imaginations this summer is lots of story time. Lots of story time. We all know how good reading is for our kids, right? Reading to them, reading with them. And it's also one of the best ways to foster imagination. And it's not just you know what they learn from reading together. It's not all about phonics and sounds and blends and all of these things, but it's really just their minds opening up to new ideas and new thoughts and new ways of doing things. And my kids are just starting to explore chapter books that don't have pictures on each page. And as far as imagination goes, it's just been so fun because I can see them like practicing creating these scenes in their minds as I read the words to them. And we stop every, you know, couple paragraphs and we can talk about what we think it looks like in our minds. Like, how are we imagining this? And then it's fun to compare and contrast how we're interpreting, you know, and picturing the same words, but just in a different way in our minds. And I think we could also step up the storytelling 
uh, this summer. It doesn't have to just be books, but it's, it's really an exercise in imagination and just letting our kids create. Like they can make up their own stories. They can make up silly stories and scary stories and stories about people, family members, animals, pets, adventures. I mean, fairy tales, anything, right? And you can even play the game. My, my kids love to do this before we go to bed, but we'll just kind of take turns and go around circle as they lay there before they go to sleep. And we'll each add a sentence or two to the story. And then we kind of see where it's going and the silly twists and turns it takes. And they're cracking up, but it's such a great opportunity to use that imagination. And another thing I like to do with storytelling is just asking my kids to make up stories about everyday stuff that we see. Like sometimes if we're going out to eat, Jeff and I will just point out a random person to them. Like, you know, see that guy over there in the hat? What do you think his story is? And then my kids will make up a story. And sometimes it's a sad story because, you know, they'll notice that the person looks lonely or they'll imagine this narrative with a backstory. And sometimes it's a silly scenario that they'll come up with. I love to do this while I'm driving with them too. It really passes the time, but I'll just point out people or animals or interesting buildings and architecture as we pass by them and have my kids look at them and say, what do you think the story is with that guy and his dog? Or what do you think goes on there in that big skyscraper? And then just kind of let them imagine and narrate whatever comes to mind for them. It's their own way using their imagination and storytelling. And it's so much fun. And then number three, probably my favorite on this list, and it's more directed to us mamas than it is really to our kids. But my encouragement to you this summer should be to worry a little less about how clean the house is, how the garage is getting organized or not getting organized, keeping your calendar, you know, chock full of events and activities and just letting some of the small stuff slide this summer. So that's it. Number three, let the small stuff slide. You know, summer is short. We've, we've all been through them, right? And we know they go by in a blur. So just try to stay present this summer and make some memories. You know, join your kids in their imaginary play. You don't have to be a pro at creativity or an artist, right? You can paint with them. Get some sidewalk chalk, take up a new hobby. Maybe you could even start, I don't know, learning an instrument together or planting a garden. Just be free in your imagination and your kids are going to follow suit. And I also don't have to tell you, but kids are messy and they're noisy. But guess what? So is a lot of creativity and imagination. So summer's the time to embrace it. Maybe it's time to take out that glitter you've been hiding on a high shelf away from the kids. Or maybe it's time to take out the Play-Doh and let them mix all the colors together or let them experiment in the kitchen. I know like personally, just using our imaginations in the kitchen is one of my favorite childhood memories from, from growing up. My mom used to just let us go to town in the kitchen. And I'm the oldest of five kids. So I just remember these afternoons where We'd all play together in the kitchen. And sometimes I remember we'd take turns blindfolding each other and then we'd go through 
the pantry and the spice rack, and we'd make a game. Like, who could correctly guess the most things that they blind tasted? And some of it was disgusting or spicy or sweet or bitter, but we just had so much fun using our imaginations in the kitchen. And I also remember a day when my youngest brother, Adam, decided he was going to bake a cake, but he wasn't going to mix any of the ingredients. He was probably like five years old and he had it in his imagination. You know, what would it be like if I made a cake without mixing the ingredients together? And I remember my parents kind of being around, but I also remember them just kind of letting him roll with it. And he ended up with this, you know, taking this cake pan out of the oven with this nasty, weird, crusty dough that came out cooked on top of what looked like two fried eggs on the bottom of the cake sheet. And it was disgusting. (laughs) And I'm sure that it made a huge mess, you know, but I don't remember. And I'm sure my mom had to clean it up, but I don't remember. And she just let him use his imagination and explore. And now Adam is a grown man and he has a PhD from Stanford and some sort of sciencey thing that I can't even understand or begin to explain, but I'm certain that it has its roots in so much imagination and creativity. So it's summer and that's my encouragement to you. Let your hair down, embrace a little bit of the chaos that comes with imagination and creativity. Maybe even join in on the messiness Because, my friends, this time with your family is priceless. So, this summer, what are we going to do? We're going to get outside with our kids. We're going to let them use their imaginations to explore in nature. There's just endless opportunities for them to figure out how to entertain themselves out there. And then we're going to tell lots of stories this summer. Maybe we're going to read books together, but we're also just going to use our imaginations in narrating the world around us, right? What is someone's story? And then third, we're going to make a commitment. We can make it now to be present this summer for the things that are really important. We're going to allow some messiness in the creative process. We know, right? Imaginations can be loud and wild and fun, but instead of stifling it, we're going to jump in and enjoy it once in a while. All right, mamas, as we do every Motherhood Monday, let's start our week off right in prayer. God, you have the ultimate imagination, and we know we were created in your image. Thank you, God, for the gift of imagination, and let it let it just run loose in our homes this summer. You imagined everything we've experienced and have yet to experience and more. You imagined all all the colors, God, and all of nature and all the animals and all the people, the, the entire universe, God, and it is incredible. We ask you to pour out new ideas and new solutions and new insight through our imaginations. God, let us help our children to see each day as an opportunity to let their curiosity guide because It's when we get curious about people and about the workings of this world through our imaginations that we can use our creativity in helping our communities and glorifying your name. God, guide us in leading our kids to use their imaginations for the benefit of everyone and everything that comes their way 
so they can be more aware of your presence. As our children continue, God, to develop it, their imaginations that you've entrusted them with, God, let them, let it be for the, for the good of others. Let us imagine fearlessly and with purpose and passion in any way that our imaginations or our children's imagine, imaginations, God, have been stifled. Just encourage and in, inspire them, God, to imagine again. We ask for your blessing, your blessing to receive your love and your light and just to live in wonder as we use our imaginations. Bless us then with, with the boldness, God, to bring the visions of our imaginations to life. We love you. We praise you. We are so grateful for you. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. If you love Mommy's Polygraph, leave a review. If you enjoyed this episode, it would be so awesome if you could take a moment to subscribe and rate the podcast. And if you have just a few more seconds to leave a quick review, they really help to get this podcast out to other moms like you. I read every last review, and trust me, when it's late at night or early in the morning before my kids get up and I'm working on bringing you all of this content, your reviews are what keep me going. Leaving a review is truly the best way you can thank me. And of course, DM me on Instagram at themotherhood.podcast. I love to hear from you. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Motherhood Podcast. Head over to the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at michellegrosser.com where you'll find free resources, information on how to join and participate in the Motherhood Village, and more ways to connect with me. If you love the show, share it with a friend. Thanks again for tuning in. We'll see you next time.